Africa, but thanks to brothers and my own now. Yeah, you turn your mic on, I'll be all good. All good. All good. That's all right. But this morning, I, I just want to give God all the glory. I want to thank him for, I want to thank you all, rather, for all your prayers uh, during the time of my cancer, uh, the recovery process. I was told that it won't be complete, completely healed until about a year, and I, I'll be glad when that year comes. Just pray for me. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and I also want, just want to take the opportunity to uh, to thank everyone for your prayers, your calls, your uh, texts, and uh, the loss of my mom. This is a new experience for me. I never experienced nothing like this before. And I have uh, a lot of folks that lost their moms, and I gave them sympathy. But I never felt, I can imagine how someone felt when they lose their mom, or even parents or kids. Uh, but it, 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 it hit me home. And, and I still have my moments. I saw guys to pray for me. Uh, the other day, uh, one day this week, I had a, had a meltdown, and, and this hurts. But I understand death. But that's my mama. And, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some, some meltdowns because I love her. I just want to truly thank y'all. I want to thank the congregation for the flowers that you sent. I don't know who got this on. The flowers that y'all sent. And I, I, I want to, 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 to give a, a, a special thanks to a, a few brothers that, that aid me in, in the process of me in getting back and forth home. And to see my, had opportunity uh, to see my mom before she, uh, before she passed, and, and that was a, a, a good thing. And I, I left on Sunday morning, and I, I, I prayed with her, and she never opened her eyes to focus. And I got through praying, and she opened her eyes, and, and, and I looked at me, and, and I don't know what she was saying or thinking, but to me, she said, okay, uh, Freddie, uh, I, I'm ready to go. Uh, and on Tuesday evening, they called me and told me that she had, that she had passed. So I just want to thank uh, a few brothers for allowing me to, to see my mom before she passed and allow me to get back to the funeral. I want to thank Brother Troy, uh, Brother Bracey, Brother Jackson, uh, uh, Brother Cornelius Williams, uh, Brother Pry, and, and Brother Ralph Hillcrest. And I want to thank y'all. I, I love you guys, and I thank y'all so much, very much. I really do. I appreciate you very much. And now let's get to uh, what I came here for and continue to pray uh, for our minister, Brother Pry. He's at home. Uh, under the weather a little bit, and so he's giving me the opportunity to preach, and and I, I just thank him for him, and thank you for his leadership that he has here uh, for this uh, congregation. If you would turn your Bibles uh, to Ecclesiastes uh, uh, chapter three, I don't know. I won't read all of it. The brother read in your hearings, uh, verses 1 through 7. I just want to read uh, verse, I just want to read verse, just verse 1, and I will take up the subject uh, from verse 1. Uh, if you have your, the Bibles at home, let's turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and I will read verse 1. 
it says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. This morning, I, I, I want to take up the subject just for a season. Just for a season. <clears throat> in this atmosphere that we live in, it's for a season. And, and I base that on, I base that on, uh, on, 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 on James uh, uh, chapter 4 and verse 14. He says that your life appears like a vapor and appears a little while and it vanishes away a little while. In Hebrews, it tells us uh, 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 13 and 14, it says that this world is not our home. He said we just are passing through. And, 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 and I, I, I truly b believe that, uh, that this world is not our home. Man, if this world is what our home, where are we going to go? The world is corrupted. And John chapter 14 and verse 3, uh, Jesus told his disciples, said, I go to a prayer place for you. He said, where I am, you also may come. And, and, and so we only here for a season. We only here for a season. Whether you live 80 years, whether you live 10 years, or where you live 30 or 40 years, you're only here for a season. And as Christians, we must understand that regardless of what's going on in the world. I don't care how bad the pandemic gets. I don't care how bad racism gets. I don't care how <clears throat> bad the poverty gets. As Christians, we need to understand that we only here for a season. Now, can I drop this in there? You need to get ready for the season. Uh, you know, you, 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 you're here for a season, so you might as well get ready. Uh, am I right about it? Uh, you, you're only here for a season. So it would be a terrible thing that when your season is over, that you can't go to the place that God had prepared for you. Uh, that, that's, that's a bad thing. At, 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 at the funeral, uh, you know, I love to speak at a funeral. And my mom, my mom, uh, our favorite scripture was the 23rd Psalm. But her first, first her favorite saying was, that's, and that's the gospel truth. Oh, man, they let me speak. Now, I had to tell her about the gospel. I had to tell her what the gospel was. I had to tell her, I said, why do you stand? Why do you stand on salvation? Because one day you're going to be here. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling y'all. And you can't deny it because when you stand before Christ, he's going to say, well, didn't that red man tell y'all on the sixth day? Then he tell y'all about the gospel. So you can't deny it. You can't, well, Lord, I didn't hear. But we are here uh, just for a season. And during this time, you understand that we got to help folks. We got to keep in the perimeters of God's word. But you know not, uh, brother, 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 dear, you know, you know, uh, uh, most people do not understand the process of the season. We go out and we make obligations, commitment. When things are going well. You have a job making a lot of money, money in the bank. You make a, you make a commitment to get in debt based on the season that you're in. But we forget that that's going to come a bad season. That's going to come a season where we're not making so much money. That's going to come a season where we can't pay our house note. That's going to come a season we can't pay our car note. That's going to come a season when we can't have food on the table. Oh, Lord, we forget about that. 
We forget about when somebody in the family going to get sick. Even yourself is going to be sick. We forget about when we're going to lose a loved one. Because in the season that we live in, all those things are going to happen. You know, you may not, all of them may not happen at one time. But sooner or later, you're going to lose a family member. You're going to get sick. Your job going to decrease or increase. And you're going to lose some of that stuff. So, but we have to understand, and our lives really waste because of what season we're in. I, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of myself. Oh, I got a good job and I'm making money. I'm going to buy this nice car and this thing. It, it happened to me in 19, uh, uh, well, 1997, like that. I bought a new house and had an Eldorado, and wife had a car, and they cut the job off Monday. I, I, I didn't, I mean, that's a lot. That was a bad season. You know, you, you got a brand new house, you got an Eldorado. I think my wife had a Cadillac coupe in the garage. Thank God he was paid for. But we're going to have some bad season in our lives. And I, I'm here to tell you that when we have these bad seasons, you got to watch out for one thing. You got to watch out for the devil. Because see, when you have them bad seeds, the devil is going to tip you in every way that he can. The devil is going to bring up stuff that you forgot about. He's going to bring up stuff that you've been down that road before. That's why, that's why in the season that we're in, we got to stay, brother and sister, in the perimeter of God. We got to do that. So what is God looking for when we're in these seasons? What is he looking for for us? I'm talking about Christians. What he looking for? He is looking for us to develop a culture and an attitude of people that remain constant in the circumstances that they were when we didn't have a family then. And James 1 and verse 12 in the New Living Translation, it said, God bless those that patiently endureth testing and the temptation. He said, after they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. He has, he, he, he have to, we have to remember, brothers and sisters. In, in, in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, he said, unto him who is able to do a seed in the bond of all that we think, according to the power that works in us. We have to remember in this season that we have to pray. We have to pray for one another. Not only that, we have to pray for the government. That the Bible teaches us that. We have to pray for those in authority. We have to pray for one another, and we have to pray for the church. Because, see, during this season, sometimes, some of us brothers and sisters, we might lose faith. We might lose faith. But that's because we're human. You understand that? We might get overwhelmed because we're human. Oh, but we serve a good God. We serve a God that sit high and look low. We serve a God that wake us up every morning. All right, so we, we all right. We all right. As long as you stay in the perimeter of the God. I got three points, and I'm going to take my seat. I hope. Three points. My first point this morning. And Psalm, somebody give me a psalm. Brother needs to read it. Psalm chapter 1 and verse 1 and 2. This is what God requires us Christians to do. 
be required to do this. You, you got it? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I put it on there for you. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. See what it says? He said, we have to meditate on God's word. We have to meditate on God's word day and night. We can't slack up. It, it, it should your everyday life or everyday, you know, everyday morning or even whenever the time to come, you should meditate on God's word. Five minutes better than nothing. You must meditate on God's word. He said that you must meditate on God's word day and night. Look what, look what, look what, uh, 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 Talk about my brother Dexter. You get me First Timothy chapter four, and, and verse thirteen through sixteen. And, and brother, if you don't mind, a Proverbs four and twenty, and twenty through twenty-two. Uh, 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 brother Dexter, listen what it says. Look, look what it says now. Uh huh. He said, "Till I come." That means you got to read every day. You see that? He said, "Pay attention to read." He didn't say read sometime or when you feel like it. He said, pay attention to reading. It's the only way you pay attention to read that you got to read. Am I right? You, you got to read. You got to read the word of God. What does it say, Brother Dexter? Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, stop right there. He said, do not elect the gift that he has given you. Brother Dexter has a gift. Brother Neil has a gift. I'm going to get back, Brother Neil. I this, this social media, I got to get back here. This, this one. <laughs> I'm going to get back here. <laughs> I'm going to stay in my place. Everybody in here has a gift. Their gift. Brother Seacrest, Brother Hillcrest, is, Brother Ralph is a preacher. I'm a preacher, but we don't preach a lot. God gave him a different gift to present the word different than me, and I different than Brother Pryor, Brother Pryor than me. I may not be good as them, but I can deliver it. That's the gift that he gave me. I may not can teach like Brother Dexter or Brother Neil or Brother Joe, but I can teach. All right, that's a gift. So he's telling us, whatever your gift is in, in this season, do not elect it. Oh, you may not can teach, you may not can preach, but you can call somebody. Hey, especially like to talk all the time. If you're a facilitator, then facilitate. It's a lot of gifts that God give us, but he tells us, look, in this season, do not elect your gift. What does it say, brother? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, you know, we, we don't, they don't lay hands on you no more. I, I got to get that straight. You know, we, 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 can't, we, don't, we, we don't have the miraculous power anymore. When the last when the last apostle died, the, the, the reckless power went away. I, I I can put my hands on you and ask God to heal you through prayer. But I can't heal. If I could have healed, I'd have healed my mama. I, I, 
we, we can't do that anymore. That's what makes you understand that. Go read. That's some folks think they can do that. Uh, folks, they think they can they think they put the head on your head, hand over your head and holler heal. But they, they, they can you know they can heal folks, go to the grave, y'all. They can heal and go to the grave, y'all. Raise them up. Yeah, matter of fact, matter of fact, if you don't agree with it, let's go to the grave, y'all. I, 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 we go to the hospital. We're free something. It, it don't make sense if you can heal folks and all the folks in the hospital got this COVID-19. If you can heal folks, go heal them. But that ain't going to happen. Only God heals. Now, we can pray. The Bible says sit in front of the elders and let them anoint you. That word anoint means prayer. They pray for you. What does it say, brother? I got to hurry up. Hurry. What does it say? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's that's sir. He said, "Teach heed on yourself until the doctrine." That mean that that mean that mean that you got to read this. The Bible says in 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 in, in, in chapter two, Acts chapter two, around that folks, they continue to step fast, and the apostle teaches of the doctrine, and so that's what we have to do. And so that's good, brother Dexter. Uh, 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 Proverbs chapter four and verse twenty through twenty-two. What it said? Uh huh. Just tend to my word. Say here's again. He tells him, look. Say we got to man in this season. We got to continue to read God's word. Not only that, we got to apply it to ourselves. It's one thing to read it, but don't do what it says. That just like you got a, like you got uh, 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 something to put together. You read the instruction, but you don't put it together. It don't make sense. So if you're going to read it, it's going, to, it's going to tell you something. It's going to tell you something to do. It's going to tell you, matter of fact, that Brother Pryor all the time say, it's going to tell you about yourself. You may not want to listen to it or you may not want to hear it, but it's going to tell you about yourself. Read, brother. It Look at He say, he say, I got big ears. So, 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 so God say, hey, with them big ears you got, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't decline to the word. You know, you know what I'm saying? But he's telling us what he's telling us. Listen, he's telling us that, look, man, we got to meditate on God's word. We have to meditate on it. That's what he requires us to do in this time, in this pandemic, in this season. He requires us to meditate on his word. That, that's good, brother. That's good. I, I think they got it, brother. Let's look at what Joshua said. Joshua 9, Joshua 1 and verse 9 and the Lou Living Translation. He said, how wonderful it is, how wonderful is it to know that despite the storm that we find ourselves in. Oh, somebody need to say amen. We are never alone. You know, you, you, you ever been on a tunnel where you couldn't see the light? You, you ever had a mountain in front of you you had to climb and you get halfway and you come back down? He wants us to know, no matter what storm that you're in and what tunnel that you're in, you may not see the end of the light. You may not see the light at the, at the end of the tunnel. But he wants, you to, he wants you to understand this here. God is always by our side. He remains our faithful companion through all, through his all, and we will always reach the other side. But listen at this. It's a commandment here. If we would just keep walking with God. You, you ever been in Walmart with your wife? 
And y'all be talking and walking out. Well, she disappeared. And then, and then you call her, they won't answer the phone. <laughs> Where you at, woman? I thought we were walking together. See, we, we, can't, we, we, can't, see, we can't do God like that. We can't walk a little while and then we disappear. Am I right? You, you got to continue to walk with him and hold on to his unchanging hand. It's very important that we understand that. And, 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 and listen, Ecclesiastes 1 remind us, everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. You see, we serve a God of seasons. When Jesus came down on earth, he stayed for a season. When he did what he had to do, he went back home. It's only for a season. We're only here for a season. My second point. Uh-oh. I thought I go. My second point. This is my second point. We see the, 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 the creation. God created four seasons that are based upon the rotation of the earth as it orbit, as it orbit the sun. The seasons change as the earth moves, but the sun is our planetary system remain constant. And every revolution around it, in many ways we see the significance of the the same orbit in our life. Much like the earth, our life shall revolve around the sun. I'm talking about the son of Jesus. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Our love, our life shall orbit around him. Because Jesus, the Bible says, he is the same yesterday, He's the same today, and he'll be the same tomorrow. So our lives, which will ro rotate, uh, revolve around him. And Hebrews, in Hebrews uh, chapter 13 and, and verse 8, uh, uh, somebody get that for me. Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, yesterday and, today, and today, and forever. See, he don't change. We change. You know, we, we do. We, we, we change. I believe we just learn to live. Let's uh, live how Christ wants us to live. Meditate on the word and apply that word to us. I believe we will have less struggles in our lives. Sometimes we call this stuff on ourselves. Sometimes we call the bad season on ourselves. Simple reason because we want to obey God. Simple reason because we want to do what we want to do. Even Christians I'm talking about this morning. We like that. That's why our Christians are like that. They want to do what they want to do. Oh, they've been baptized and obeyed the gospel, but yet it's still somewhere down the line they quit meditating. And when you quit meditating on God's word, I'm telling you, you are vulnerable to everything out there in the world. You do some stuff, well, I never thought I'd do that. Simple reason because you're not meditating on God's word. We may not read the Bible every day, but let me tell you something. When you read it, I hope it's often, you need to meditate on God's word. That's what he requires to do. Now, let me move on. Let me move on. Let me move on. He say, listen. He say, God is with us in every season of our life. When we face the unknown, we can trust that he is in control, working out our situation. 
for our good. And my third point, what is the key to all of this when we're going through in a season, when we're having a bad season, even when we're having a good season? Because, see, we, 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 we shouldn't depend on God when we're going, on through a, we're going through a bad season. We should depend on him when we're going through a good season, too. Because, folks, what we do, when everything's going lovely, we live in high on the hog, we don't have no problems. And we're doing good. Soon when I'm bad, see come, oh, Lord, have mercy. Why, why I deserve this? Well, I'll tell you why I deserve it, because you brought it on yourself. God didn't put that on you. You, you did that yourself. God didn't smoke, God didn't smoke, didn't smoke now joint for you. He didn't shoot now drugs up you. He didn't, tell, he didn't, hey, he didn't tell you to go to work. You caused that on yourself. Yeah, you did. You caused it on yourself. So, 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 so what is, what is the, what is, what is uh, the key to this? We are going through one of our seasons. That if we stay strong. We stay in faith. Where there's no faith, there's no hope. And Psalms 2 and 3 again, we're going to read that for me. And brother, get me Jeremiah uh, chapter 17 and verse 8. I'm, huh? Yeah, uh, uh, Psalms 1. And, and read chapter, I mean, ch chapter 1 and verse, verse 2 and 3 again for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. See, he, he didn't say meditate one day. He didn't say meditate at night. He said meditate day and night, day and night, day and night. He said day and night, meditate on God's word. See, that's one, that's the first key. Now listen at this. Now what, what's the second key? Jeremiah, Jeremiah 17 and 8, what it says. Yeah, Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 8, what it says. Uh-huh. Look out now. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I like that scripture. I really do because it, 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 it says that no matter what you're going through, uh, you, you, you know, you know in, in the fall time, the leaves get pretty. You notice that? And in the wintertime, they die. Then they don't come back again until spring. But he says that your leaves will never change. Y'all see that in the scripture? He said that your leaves will never change. <laughs> but you know, it's a reason that a tree is planted by the river. Because it gets water. It's a reason that a tree is planted by water. Because its roots get deeper. Am I right about it? It's a reason for that. So, so he, so he tells us. Listen, he said that we must be like a tree planted by the river, that our faith will be anchored like those roots. Those roots grow deep, so our faith, our faith should be anchored in those like those roots will grow deep. Which can have sometimes faith. But he says that. Listen, he said if you, if you're planted, if your faith is like a tree. Your roots are going to go deep. Your faith is going to be anchored. That is the key. Meditate. And it be, your, your, your faith has to be anchored. Because if your faith is not anchored, you know, if your faith is not, not, not anchored, it's not strong, you're going to be, you, be wishy-washy. 
you, 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 you're going to be waves. You'll be like the water. And, and you know, everybody been on a ship when the water's doing like that. If you're on a cruise and they've been on one before, you're going to get sick. That water's going to make you mess up. So he tells us, listen, he say, you has to be, your, your faith has to be strong. He had to be so strong that it's deep. That is deep. That is deep. Now listen, let me go ahead on. Now, uh, he teaches us that by putting our delight and study the way of the Lord, that we will be like a tree. Rooted by a screen that produced good fruit. See, we can't produce fruit if we did. We can't produce fruit, Brother Joe, if we don't study God's word. We can't produce fruit if we're not anchored. Our faith is not anchored. So, so it's, that's a lesson in itself. So we, we have to understand that, that in order for us to, to, to get through the season that we're in, these things that we, God would have us to do. I'm talking about Christians. We have us to do. Now listen, I, I, I want to read two more scriptures. How many scriptures I got left? And I'm going to try to get out of here. Uh, 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 you know, I, I ain't preaching seven, I ain't about seven months, so I ain't trying to make up, but I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm on uh, Ephesians uh, chapter 3, verse 14 through 17. And, I, and uh, Brother Neil, uh, uh, Brother Dexter, you get that? Brother Neil, get First Timothy 6 and, and start 12, 14. And we're we going to look at this. We're going we gonna to get through here because I, I got to do this right here. This is my third point. Now, what, now what it says, Brother Dexter? That's uh, 14 through 7. Listen to what it says now. He said, this call. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. By his spirit. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. See what I'm saying? Christ has to dwell in your heart by faith. Y'all see that? They what it now? Say, say that again. By faith, by faith you be rooted and grounded in love. Yeah, that's faith, man. He has, to, he has to be there. He has to be rooted. See, you, 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 don't want, see, you don't want to have faith in God when you're doing good. You have faith in him when you're doing good. Now, don't get me wrong. You have faith in him, but you don't want to exercise that. You exercise that faith. Let me put this right now. You exercise that faith when, you, when you're having a bad time, but at the same time, you got to remember if you had studied God's word and your faith ain't empty, and they could, and, and, you know, that them roots growing, if he's not anchored, you might be in a little trouble. You know, it, it, you know I'm, I'm not God, but I would probably say, look, well, why was your faith when I let you have all this stuff? And now your bad season come, you want to call on me, and you ain't did nothing for me. But see, God don't like it like that. that that's just me. I, I'll probably tell you, I, I ain't helping you. <laughs> But God is a merciful God. Yeah, he's a merciful God. He helped those who he chooses to. But, but part of the point is that, listen, we have to stay rooted in the faith. That's what he said. Brother Neil, what you got? Prayer through 14. What it said? You got to fight the good fight of faith. 
true law, they hold on to eternal life. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talk to Timothy. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So we got. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He said, you got to fight a good fight. You, you got to fight a good fight. Some, sometimes it's hard. And it's hard. So, so, sometimes it's hard. But we have to remember that God is able to do a sin and abundance of all things, even that we think, according to that power that works in us. And I tell people all the time that power is prayer. We should never stop praying. Man, the way the season is these days, Man, you got to continue to pray. You should wake up pray. You go to the bathroom, you need to pray. You go in the kitchen, get a cookie, you need to pray. You need to pray. I'm seeing you. You need to pray. So now, so, so what is the answer for whatever season that we are, 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 are in, are going through? The answer is love God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, because that is the first and the greatest commandment. He said, be strong in the faith. And my last slide, and then my last point, if I can get it. I'm, I need to preach more. Oh, yeah, oh, 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 there you go. That's that anchor I'm talking about. This is the last scripture, brother. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and 15. Uh, 58. That should be, that should, I want you to read this. Now I want you to, I want you to read 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 58 and 1 Corinthians 16 and 13. I want, I want to read that. We, don't, we, got to read, we got to go. I'm closing. And 58, what it says? Now read that first. Read that in first. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. He said, be steadfast. Unmovable. Always always abounding. He said, see, that's very important that we understand that we always got to step fast. He said, be what? Unmovable. Don't be wishy-washy. You know, there's a lot of folks out there wishy-washy. Not our brother, sister wishy-washy. But he's telling us, look, he said, don't be wishy-washy. <laughs> he said, stand fast in the Lord. I got a call, brother. That's, that's good. They got the point. What did it say? In verse 13, yeah. Watch ye. Look, it says, stand fast in the faith. Mm. Be strong. So, in other words, he's saying that in order for us to get through these seasons, we always got to stand fast. Stand fast in the faith. That's what he's saying. He, it is, he, but Brother Dex said the same thing. You got to stand fast. Brother Dex said that you can't be wishy washy. You got to stand fast in the faith. And, 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 and in closing, in closing, we worried about, I had to put this in there because we worried about uh, the voting and who's going to be president and who's going to be this and who don't do that. We, we should worry about that because we're Christian. I, I, I was, our concern should be trying to get to heaven. Although we're in this world and it's going to affect us, everything they do in this world is going to affect us because we're human just like everybody else. But our mentality should be with that man. Our focus should be on God. 
Just in closing, well, this is what Daniel said. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 21. Listen what he said. He said he would change time and season. He said he would remove kings and set up other kings. He'd give wisdom. Don't we need wisdom? To the wise, the knowledge, to those that have understanding. Meditate on God's word. Stay strong in the faith. Be like a tree that are planted by the water. Our faith will constantly be anchored in the Lord. This morning I pray that I have said something that would help you along the way. I pray, so I pray the Lord that this message would not fall on deaf ears. I want to thank you again for those that are watching out there. Thank you for tuning in to the Church of Christ at Shepherd Road. But I can't sit down until I tell you this. It's very important that we understand this. It's important, I, I, brother, y'all forgive me. I want you to read something for me. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I, I got to get this out. Uh, I, I'm going to show you something here. There is a plan that we have to obey. It called the plan of salvation. Not my salvation, or not my plan. It's a plan of salvation. It said that you must hear. What is you must hear? You must hear the gospel. What is the gospel? It is the death, burial, and resurrection, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 through 4, he said, Moreover, brother, I declare unto you that the gospel that I preach unto you, whereby you stand. So I ask you this morning, why do you stand for a salvation? He said, that same gospel that I preach unto you, whereby you were saved, unless you believe in vain. He said, I first delivered unto you how Christ died, and he was buried, and he rose on the third day. That is the gospel. You have to obey that gospel. Then he said, you have to believe that gospel. Not only that, you have to repent of your sins. Then you have to confess. Well, I said, all you got to do is confess, Lord, and accept, accept Christ in your heart. No, you got to do more than that. Because over in Romans chapter 1, he says, many of those baptized and put on Christ. So I wonder, how can you put on Christ unless you're baptized? But you must confess Jesus. Jesus, Jesus said, if you confess me before men, I will confess you before my father. He said, if you deny me before my father, before men, then I will deny you before my father as well. Then you have to be baptized. You have to be baptized in water, grave, or baptism. There's no, out, no way around it. People say, you don't have to be baptized. Yes, it did. Over in Matthew, he told the disciples, go into the world and preach. And those that believe, do what? Baptize, and they shall be saved. So, so you got to, you got to do more than say accept Christ in your heart. That, that's one part of the plan of salvation, but you have to be baptized on the day of Pentecost. Peter said that same Jesus that you have crucified. He said now he has risen, so they realized that he had sinned. They had sinned, and they asked the question, brother and sister, but his brothers, what must we do? He said, every last one of you baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and for the Holy, the Father and Son for the remission of your sins. Then the Bible said that, they glow, that, they glow, that those that were glad to receive the word was about 3,000 were baptized. But this is what I like. He said they continued to step fast after they were baptized. He said they continued to step fast in the apostle doctrine of the teaching. Well, my question to you, what did the apostle teach? Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, what it says. Brother Destiny, uh, 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 Acts 19 and 18. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Read. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So he has, so it before our time, he already chose us. We just got to do what he do what he wants us to do. That's all. What so nineteen or uh, 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 Acts nineteen verse nineteen and uh, chapter nineteen verse eighteen? What does it say? Uh huh. This that there you go now. This is that the plan of salvation. This is what the apostles taught. He said those that what? I believe. Uh huh. Just confess and show their deeds. That's called repentance. Read. Uh huh. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's good, brother Dexter. I don't want to see. I don't want you to see that that they confess and they believe. And and, and actually, that's nineteen and verse one. Paul went to them and say, asked them, uh, "What baptism were they baptized on?" And they say, "John John the Baptist baptized." They say, "We have much as heard of the baptized." He say, "Then he say, 'Oh, be baptized in the one that sent me, or uh, the one was Jesus, Jesus Christ.'" He said, "Be baptized in the Father, Son." And the Holy Ghost for remission of your sins. So this morning, you must understand, in order to be saved, you have to obey the gospel. You have to do that thing. Over in, uh, uh, over, over in, in, in Romans chapter 19, it says, uh, uh, thank God you have obeyed that form of doctrine. That form word in, in, the, in, in the Greek means tupas. Tupas means a plan. So that's a plan that God gave us. Just like Noah had a plan to build out. The Bible says only eight souls were saved. So what about you this morning? You're going to be saved this morning according to what the Bible says. According to what the Bible says.